I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and dive deep into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, Tam. I am so excited to have you on the Brand Therapist Podcast. Everybody, this is Tam Locke, and she will be sitting on my couch today. But before we get started, Tam, I'm going to read your bio, okay? Tam Locke has been an entrepreneur and investor since 2022. Being raised by two successful entrepreneurs, she's always desired to create the exact same lifestyle her parents had, but instead she struggled. For 17 years as a side hustle entrepreneur, stuck like Chuck, Tam Locke <laughs> was in a job she hated. She had no time for all the things that were important to her until she figured out why. She asked herself the question, what the hell are you here to say? She found her answer and discovered that her superpower gift is to help empower women to be seen and heard with brand message strategies. She's now a number one bestselling author, speaker, blogger, who focuses on helping entrepreneurs monetize their message and create a lifestyle that gives them joy. Tam Luck is an Amazon bestselling author nationally and internationally and has numerous books, including A Woman's Side Hustle, There's Somebody in My Room, and The Right End of the Chase, plus all her BASA books. Let's get clear on your message and use it as a tool to create products, customers, sales, and strategic partnerships advertising, and content. If you're ready to clarify your message and monetize it, enjoy more credibility, stand out from the crowd, then we can definitely help you. I am excited to get into the questions. Tam, how are you? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you so much, Yamilka. This is very exciting. I started off just wanting to be like my parents. My parents had their own business. And I wanted that freedom that they had. They were able to travel the way they wanted to. They were together. I thought that was just like, to me, it seemed like that the relationship that they had was partly built around that they had something in common to talk about and do every day. And I just wanted that. And so even though I went to college for marketing, I thought if I can find a mate that I could do that with. So even though I went into corporate America, I still was spending all my time on the side trying to figure out how I could create that lifestyle. Ups and downs later, all these things that I've had to go through, I have experience as a woman being an entrepreneur in this world, a minority woman, single mom, married mom, where I didn't have anyone to support me. My husband wasn't supporting me at the time. Then I got married again and I have a very supportive. So from every angle, I've been able to experience what it feels like to be a woman in business. So I brought all that to the table and thought, decided I want to help every other woman just like me 
who wants to have the freedom, the lifestyle, who wants to retire her husband, who wants to travel, who wants to pay for kids' college, who wants to give input into the family funds. Like some women tell me, you know, I just want to be able to contribute all those women I wanted to support. So, yeah. I love that. And I know you've helped me and I'm very grateful for that. And we've become good friends and strategic partners, which Mm -hmm. I love. And I was in your first very first book. I'm Amazing. Very excited. It's it's right here, by the way. <laughs> so very, very excited about this wouldn't be a therapy or brand therapist podcast if we didn't talk about childhood. So yeah. tell me a story about when you were growing up, how it relates to what you do today. Most of my stories, a lot of times people say, you know, you talk about your mom all the time. I was very close to my mother. So a lot of the stories were about her because I was always looking up to her. So I'll give a sad story first and I'll give some good stories after that. The sad story was when I was little, four years old, I was in a room with my mom. She was doing my hair. She was singing so sweetly. And I remember that like it was yesterday and it was just a really good bonding moment. I was sitting there on her room. And I just remember it being such a warm moment. We were singing one of her songs that she sang to me all the time. And my dad came in and he was angry for whatever reason. I'm not sure where he was coming from, but he was angry and he just knocked her off the bed and she started hitting her and she sent me out the room and it was terrible, right? He finally left and she was crying. I came back into the room and I never forgot that. Like that, I think that four-year-old story, I didn't realize it at the time, set the stage for me in a lot of ways set the stage for a lot of things. Set the stage for me believing I need to take care of my mom for the rest of my life. Set the stage for me just paying attention to her all the time. Set the stage for me watching her go from that bad story to starting her own business, leaving him with three little kids, starting, you know, buying her own house and just me watching this single woman navigate and be a superhero, literally. And I believed every woman was like that. So that first story set the stage for a lot of things. And then watching her be an entrepreneur, make these decisions always because of her children, you know, all of these things. And I was wondering, my mom was very sweet. Why does someone have to go through that? Why would someone who's nice and good to people have to go through difficulties? Why? Right. I went through difficulties in my life. And I was thinking, why? And when I figured out why, in my opinion, it came to because I get to use that story to help someone else. I get to share that story that was painful for me at the time, but help so many women to either avoid that or to grow in some kind of way. I can use a painful thing, some mess as my message, right? And I think that seriously is the reason why I end up doing what I'm doing now. Women with Vision International came from that. Women who boss up came from that. Like all these things, all these women that you see in my circle that have come to me, that have been attracted to me were these dynamic super women that I think they all are right? Because I'm looking at that same thing that mom had in her overcoming life, health, and business struggles to be champions and continue to do it over and over again. 
I love that. I love that. So Tam, one of the things that we talk about in the podcast is your fame story. I know you have become a force to be reckoned with. I know that your business is doing extremely well. And since we met two years ago, I know you were well, and then you are doing now 10 times that. So tell me your fame story. We all have one. I want to know yours. I don't think I have realized it yet, but I think what happens to me sometimes because a lot of people are seeing me online, and I won't say a lot, but you know, my group of women that are seeing me online, they're seeing the books, they're seeing these different things happening. And then when they see me in person, that whole energy that happens when you see someone in person and they, in a sense, saw you on TV, like TV being YouTube, right? TV being right. online. And then so they see you in person, it's like, oh, <laughs> it's that whole energy. That whole, oh my gosh, you know, almost like, can you give me your autograph kind of a feeling, right? That happens more than a couple of times, you know, and it usually is happening with my authors even, right? I've been talking to them. We've been doing this whole thing. And then all of a sudden they see me in person. It's like, oh, she's here. (laughs) It's kind of a feeling. So yeah, she's real, like, right. And she's tall. I mean, I'm tall, you know, and that's the other thing. (laughs) I'm tall. So I don't know if I call that the fame story, but it definitely feels awkward for me sometimes where I'm like, oh, what do I do now? You know, it's interesting. The word fame brings up a lot of things in people, right? Mm-hmm. If we read any of Socrates, he talks about fame being honorable. It's about having a legacy and leaving an impact. So I see fame more as what's your impact story. And I love what you shared because we all get to be famous in this world, especially yeah. right now with social media, like you said, mm-hmm. because you're on podcast and YouTube and you're always on camera, people see you as being famous because you're actually leaving a legacy, which is so, so exciting. So the next question for you is tell me all about your personal brand. So if you notice my colors are the colors of a horizon. It's actually the horizon from Thailand because there's different horizon colors, but these are my main. So I pulled it off of a beach horizon photo and I pulled the colors from there. The reason why is because when you look at a horizon, right, and you're looking at it and you're looking at these beautiful colors, if you look, you will never see an end to it. It just keeps going on forever, right? It's like, oh man, then you don't see the end. So when I think about women with vision or woman with vision, she can see far, far, far into the future. And it's absolutely no end to it. There's no like, oh, I'm going to get there. Once I get there, I'm going to be happy. No way, man. You need to be happy right now and all the way through to the end of your life. Your vision is just going to keep pulling you forward, but there is no end to it and there is no there, right? So how does that reflect to my personal brand? My personal brand is I want to be that light that lights that way for the women to just keep going, right? Personally, business, life, and health, and keep believing in yourself. I use the word boss up, not because it's like means boss, like I'm be bossy. No, 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 no. It means believe in yourself. Keep believing in yourself because if you keep believing in yourself, then you'll keep going and you won't stop. 
I love, love that. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to get into some other questions about what is your greatest fear? What would be my greatest fear? Well, fear is interesting because they just say that fear is false evidence appearing real. Before my mom passed away, I had fear of success. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. I had fear of success. It was fear that if I was successful, people would not love me. They would not celebrate me. They would look down on me or think I sold out or did something wrong. What wanted money, money being evil or something like that. I think a lot of people who come from a background in church have that. I also had a fear of what people would think about me, which is all kind of tying in the same, right? People would think ill of me, think I'm stupid, think I'm trying to be something else, right? That was always a big, big, whew, big fear. Thankfully, when my mom passed away, she took that away. Wow. Yeah, she took that away with her. And I actually ceased to care as much about what people thought anymore, which is a beautiful thing. And I think that is one of the main things you need in order to be successful is ceasing to care what anybody thinks, because then you give your permission to make a mistake, fall on your face, look stupid. It's very liberating, very liberating. What is my fear now? I can't really say. I can tell you that I feel nervous sometimes. Yeah. I want I don't know the next step. Sometimes I get to a place and I want to grow and you have to stretch a lot when you're growing. You yes. ha- always are going to get to a place where you're uncomfortably having to spend money that you're like, oh shoot, I've got to <laughs> drop 30K like right now, like right now, like, you know, that kind of stuff that happens as you're growing and you're like, oh shoot, that's a constant feeling. And that's how you know you're growing when you just keep on pushing. I had a friend that would say, you know, you're growing when you're uncomfortable. A lot. You're challenged and you freak out. out Yeah. (laughs) So I love that. Mm -hmm. Tell me a time when you felt you were holding back. Oh, man. For my whole 17 year story. That's what I kept saying. That was like my 17 years holding myself back because I was too scared what people would think. I'm scared of people would think about me. If I was successful, if I did this, if I did that, I was holding myself back because I thought I wouldn't find love. Mm. I wouldn't get married again. I thought no man wants a successful woman. That's going to be terrible, right? He looked down on me. No man wants that. My kid would hate me. No kid is going to like this mom who's like being an entrepreneur and not going to the freaking PTA meetings and sitting with these moms and talking about paper mache or whatever they do. You know, I, there's people who really love that kind of stuff. It's not me. So I was holding myself back, trying to avoid it, but so unhappy and not really doing anything. It's funny, interesting that I was almost willing to just lay down and do nothing than to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, it's so interesting because I help a lot of women do their personal brand. You know that we've worked on a few things Mm -hmm. on your brand. But um, one of the things that I see in people is the next step. They can't take action. Yeah, It's that fear that holds them back. Mm -hmm. And I can see their success, right? I want them to be successful, but there's something internally that they're graveling with that won't let them move forward. 
Yes. You see that in a lot of your clients as well. I see that in a lot of clients. A lot of, I'm not sure if it's worse than women or not. It feels like it is. If a woman is pushed up against a wall and has to figure something out, watch your brilliance come out. How many stories have you heard about these women who've gotten their kids out of like dangerous situations and saved the whole family, figured strategically figured out some craziness they would have never gotten out. She figured it all out. Women are brilliant. Uh, As a matter of fact, there was one guy who was saying, I think Serena Williams' father, he said, if you gave women enough time to think, they would solve the world's problems. I seriously believe that. I love that. And talking about that, I think we all have mentors and we all have people that help us through our difficult times in our business, in our life. Who would you say are some of your mentors, whether they're alive or dead or here today? Who are they? My mom was one, obviously. My Jim Rohn, still. I will pull open a Jim Rohn video And probably for that kind of stuff, mindset stuff, just simple cornbread, simple to digest. Um, Another one is Lisa Sasevich was my coach. I've learned a lot from her as far as a business coach. I talked to her twice a month and she kind of helps me to have someone to talk to so I can say what I'm going to finish by the next time I talk to her. And she's amazing as well, Stephanie. So mentors, the ones I told you about, and then coaches are also my mentors, but they're more present. I love that. Mm-hmm. So tell me lessons learned. One lesson is to be quiet and listen. <laughs> it's a big, big, big lesson that I think we, a lot of times you, know, you want to solve something. You want to solve it so bad. You want to get it done. Yeah. But actually, sometimes the better way to do it is to not do anything and yeah. just be quiet and listen. If it's too noisy around you, I think I now understand why people say you have to get away from the noise and that's because you need to be quiet and listen. So if it's too noisy around you, don't make that decision until you can pull away and get quiet enough to hear what you're supposed to do next. That's a big lesson. Yeah. Oh, you're going to start going down the wrong road and you're going to be way down the street somewhere and it's going to be completely wrong. So just wait. Sometimes it's not necessary for you to rush Another lesson that I've learned is just believe that is happening. No matter what is happening around you, completely and utterly, stupidly and crazily believe that is actually happening. Like if whatever the thing is that you want to happen, it is happening and you have to really believe it. And you might be going through some challenges because you need to learn that lesson in order for you to get to the thing you want. Learn the lesson, go through what you got to go through, but still believe that it's actually happening. Here's one of my last things that I learned. It's better to try and never get there than to never try. Like if I would have went through my whole life really pushing, I went 17 years without getting there. If I would have kept doing, I would have rather go for 60 years and never actually getting there because the benefit that I'm feeling now from not giving up, it can't compare to all that, that I was going through. That is so true because I think for some of us as entrepreneurs, it's like, we can't stop the machine. 
internally, I mean, there's been in times in my career or in my entrepreneur life where I'm like, I just got to get out of here. Like I'm mm-hmm. done with this business. Yep. And I can't, I like, I try to stop. I can't yep. stop myself. Right. I, this thing that is stronger or bigger than me. Yeah. That just right. wants to keep moving forward. Yeah. That's it. You, you know, especially when you get into your zone of genius. Yes. And you're doing the thing that you're actually putting on the earth to do. There's really can't stop. Can't stop. Got to keep moving forward. So tell us, Tam, what is going to happen in the next five to 10 years for you? Where do you see yourself? Man, oh, man, oh, man. I mean, bigger, 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 bigger impact. Way bigger, bigger, bigger impact. I want people to know women who boss up globally. You know, and I want people to be like, oh, yeah, I know that. I know exactly what that is. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Oh, my God. They, they're doing that now. They're doing like shows and movies and stuff. I mean, I, I wanted yeah. to make a really, really big, big impact. So within five, 10 years, that would be realized for sure. Yeah, be realized. You're, you're going to Paris. I know. Uh, we're going to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing, man. I love it. I love it. So tell me. Where can people find you? Where are you at? How can people get a hold of you? Yes, you can find me just about anywhere. If you find me just a straight up on Facebook, it's Tam R. Luck. You can also find me at Tam R. Luck on Instagram. You can find me at Tam R. Luck on Twitter. You can find me Women with Vision International as well, which is another Facebook or Instagram. And you can just reach out to me at Tam at DeluxeLife.com. So I would love to hear from you. And if you're looking to figure out what you're trying to say, which in my opinion is one of the most important things you can do in your business, if you want to have massive success, figure out what you're really trying to say. Nail your core message. I do have a free gift for your listeners. And if oh, you go great. to, yeah, if you go to www.deluxelife.com forward slash Nail Your Core Message. It's also under the same one, www.deluxelife.com forward slash NYCM. Okay. Either way, you'll we'll find it. Yeah, and you can find out a little bit more about that. And uh, Core Message Blueprint is another way to do it. So I'm excited to help anyone, but just reach out to me if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about. Yes, and that's very famous, but she's still giving you an option because she wants to know you, meet you, connect with you. You've given a lot of women a lot of power, empowering them to be their own boss and be, you know, have the business of their dreams. So that's right. And I'm so happy that I got you because I know it was difficult to schedule you. And I'm so glad I did. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next few years for you. Because every year that I know you, just something incredible, amazing happens in your life. Awesome. Thank you so much, Yamilka. I really appreciate you having me here, being a part of this and being able to share with your community. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. 
If you'd like to connect with me on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding, Bespoke Branding Agency, or email me at yamoka at yamoka.com. Thanks for listening.